Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Previously on In The Moment. Who's next? All right, callback of the week. Just a little quick callback that I felt like was necessary because there was one point where we were having an Atlanta versus New York hip-hop conversation. Y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. And all I want to say is I thought it was a great conversation either way you were. But Jay-Z was trending for being at an Atlanta Hawk game. Never seen T.I. trend for being at a Brooklyn Nets game. <laughs> that's, um, that's all I have to say. Oh, no, Unless he was getting booed. I, boo. Boo. <laughs> I think we have a winner. I know my. Who's next? Now it's time for In the Moment Sports. This is In the Moment Sports. Romeo, tell him who Canelo Alvarez is. Yo, I got this one. Let's <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> yes, I know this. He is the fucking greatest Mexican boxer in the fucking world. I don't give a fuck what you got to say. That right. man has got every fucking title right now. He's undefeated. Or I don't know if he's undefeated or not. I think he's pretty sure. Nah, he, he got one loss nah, to Floyd yeah, Mayweather. But exactly. Yeah, well, nobody else but, but Floyd Mayweather ran away from him. I don't give a fuck what you got to say. Floyd Mayweather can fight me for that. <laughs> Yo, I knew. I knew Romeo would be excited about this one if you are not. Uh, uh, I love Canelo, bro. Motherfucker. Yeah. He got energy. Yeah. He's a fucking GOAT. So, if you're not familiar with why this is a big deal, it's because I throw sports to Romeo every week to be funny because he is not into sports. That's not his thing. However, I knew this week he would appreciate the fact that I wanted to say something about Canelo Alvarez. I am a very, very big boxing fan. If you know me, you know that. I used to box. It's my thing, right? And I think I might have talked about this before. I can't remember, but I know you weren't here, so I know you'll appreciate this because I think it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life, yo. So, Canelo Alvarez is a beast. Best fight in the world right now, in my humble opinion. Like, man is a beast. Absolute beast. Um, his only L is to Floyd Mayweather, in which he wasn't in his prime yet. Not to say he could have yep. beat Floyd in his prime, but it would have been a much closer fight. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would have loved to have seen that. But nobody else is even close to touching Canelo. So I thought about this because we're always doing the culture quizzes and we talk about language barriers and we're not afraid to address those types of things here. And this is the thing, Katie. Like, Canelo doesn't know English like that. You know what I'm saying? So when he talks to these fighters, typically he don't get in his feelings, like ever. Like, they be hype because for them, it's a big moment. For him, it's another day in the office. I'm about to whoop another ass. Yeah. So they be always trying to get under his skin, and he's very like, all right, dude, like, do what you got to do. And then, you know, ding, 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 he's whooping another ass. But this one guy finally got Canelo to go crazy and to go to another level. And I thought it was so funny because it was simply a language barrier in the communication. <laughs> Dude told Canelo, oh, something, 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 motherfucker. 
Canelo went nuts. And to everybody, it was like, damn, like he don't even act like that. Why is he going crazy over that? Canelo <laughs> didn't understand that like motherfucker is just like a common curse term that we use. He took it literally. So Canelo got in his face and was trying to fight him. And when they finally got Canelo off of the dude, he was like, yo, you fuck my mother? Yo, you fuck my mother? <laughs> literally. Yo, like, literally. Like, hey, come like, here. Like, nah, like, nah, you went too far. You fuck my mother. And the dude was so, like, taken aback by it that he stopped mid-shit talk to be like, no, fam. Like, yeah, literally. no. Like, dude did it in Friday. Oh, shit. Who want a problem? No. Like, <laughs> I did not fuck your mother. Like, I'm trying to explain to you what that means. Motherfucker is like a thing we use. It don't really mean that. Right. Canelo's like, nah, I ain't trying to hear all that, son. You fucked my mother. And it was the funniest shit ever because he really thought that dude fucked his mother. And it wasn't that at all. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? It was a language barrier. That's all it was. It was like, even after after it happened, like, in an interview, they were like, do you know what he said? And he was like, no, like, looking back at it, like, I, like, I understand now. But he was like, but at the time, I took it literally, like, he was talking about my mom. Because Canelo has gone through so much shit. Like, there was a moment in his life where he was going through a fight, promoting it and everything. And his brother was kidnapped by, yeah. the, the, by the Mexican cartel. Nobody knew about this. So he was handling business with the Mexican cartel, like, negotiating, like, to, re- to release his brother. Mm-hmm. Also promoting his fight. Mm-hmm. He still wanted to fight and all that shit, right? When this other guy is, like, apparently talking about his mom... He took that shit so personal. He was like, you're not talking about my mom. I don't give a fuck what you got to say about me. You can talk all the shit you want about my me. Don't talk about my mom. When he said motherfucker, all he heard was mother, in a sense. And And he was just like, yeah. He was just like, no, you're not going to talk about my mom. So he went straight at him. He went crazy. And when when we understood that, he thought that dude was saying, like, I would fuck your mother or some shit. You you understood why he went crazy. (laughs) Like, I was like, I completely get that. He a real one. Shout out to Canelo. I did the same thing. Yeah, it was hilarious, though. Who's next? Romeo, tell him who the Boston Celtics are. They are a basketball team. That man is getting good at the sports thing. He is. He's catching on. I bring this up because I'm watching, like I said, this uh, show called Winning Time on HBO Max, which is about the Lakers dynasty when Magic Johnson first arrived at the team and Jerry Buss, the owner, and how he got the team. And it just takes you behind the scenes of all of the things that were going on with the Showtime LA Lakers back then. Nobody is happy about it. Magic hates it. Kareem hates it. Uh, Jerry West hates it because it doesn't really paint anybody in a good light at all. And I don't know how much of it is actually accurate, but I can tell you this, it's damn good. It's like a hell of a <laughs> show. And they, yo, Magic was wailing, Katie. I mean, like, wailing. He was sleeping with Cookie and her friends. Like, yo, man, all in the cookie jar. Like, no, Magic was wailing. Her friends, though? Her friends, though. Yes, like, that bad. So Magic is already bringing out his own documentary because he's trying to, like, rebuttal the documentary that's out. You had HIV, bro. We know what time it is with you, Magic. Don't worry about it. But, like, <laughs> like, like, yo, come on, son. Like, we we know what time it is, right? But I'm bringing this up because my man, Cole, shout out to Cole. He's a Boston Celtic fan. And I feel a way because if you are white and have a black friend or black and have a white friend, at some point in life, y'all are going to have some kind of opinion of where y'all got to look at each other and go, how are we going to handle this? Right. <laughs> right? Like, you have one of those moments. And it's funny because him being my white friend for all these years, we have never had one of those moments. We have never been on opposite sides of something where I had to go, all right, hold up, bro. What are we going to do about this? It just happened for the first time because he's a big Celtics fan. I haven't spoken to him about this yet. And I also feel bad because I've spoken on this platform before about Kevin Durant who is one of the best uh, basketball players of all time, currently plays in the NBA. And I've always said, I feel like he's entirely too talented to go play with other superstars in order to get a ring. 
He did that in Brooklyn again, right? It was supposed to be him, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. They supposed to get a ring. Right. And I'm supposed to root for them because they're from Brooklyn, but I don't like that. I think that's corny. They losing to the Celtics. They down 0-2 in the playoffs right now. And I ain't going to lie, there's a part of me that feels like go Celtics, right? So I'm, like, rooting for the Celtics, and I'm happy for my boy Coase. And look what the universe does. Mm. I come across this article about how when Bill Russell, one of the greatest Celtics players of all time, I think he got 11 rings for the Celtics, Y'all know these Celtics fans used to go into his house and vandalize his crib and shit in his bed? Wait, what? While he was winning games for them, yo. Like on some Jackie Robinson shit, they was really treating him like this. And I looked it up thinking to myself, this can't be true. Oh, like it wasn't for fun? No, it was was because he was black. This is the kind of shit the Celtics fans was on back then. So when I started looking at what Magic was going through going to play in Boston, like I learned that they ain't even fuck with you if you was black on the team. Wasn't even if you was just playing the team. I had shit in the man bed. He bought y'all all them rings. Now I feel like shit for going for the Celtics. And I got to oh, cut Coase no. off. Wow. Yeah, I'm losing all my friends. Nah, dead ass though. Yo, I was like, I was like, I can't root for them. Coase ain't no. Nah, I'm going to tell him. And if okay. he still roots for the Celtics, <laughs> hey man, come shit on your bed. You got a problem. Yeah, that's a true story. Yo, Celtics fans was wowing in Boston on anybody black, even if you played for the team. That bothered me. So that was the two things I took from Watching Winning Time this week. It's really good. If you want to watch it, I would suggest you check it out. But it, Celtics fans were really racist back in the day, and Magic Johnson was a hoe. Moving on. But the Hawks are in the playoffs, so shout out to the Hawks. Okay, Trey Young. They're getting ass kicked, and they're probably not going to make it to round two, and they're playing really Whoa. bad. Um, I wouldn't have brought that up if I was you. Take it back. Who's next? Here's your moment to recover, Romeo. Tell them who Dwayne Wade is. Dwayne Wade is a basketball no. player who is uh, married to... Fuck, what's her name? Gabrielle yeah, Union. Gabriel Union, yes. who star in uh, that cheerleading movie. And also that movie with LL Cool J that was ass. <laughs> okay, what was the name of that movie? Oh, Deliver Us From Eva. Uh, yeah, Deliver Me From Eva. No, wait, wait, I never watched the movie, but I know what you're talking about. Never watched the movie, but I know. It was trash. Like, I know what you're talking about. I never watched it. <laughs> Katie mad at Yo, she mad at us. You know that's our top 20. But he's married that to... That was a good movie. <laughs> I know <laughs> All right, Katie, I need you to educate Romeo and myself on something. I'm going to try. And I want to make this extremely clear. Okay. On this platform, we attempt to educate each other on things that we may not be fully aware of. So I'm not joking when I say that I mean absolutely zero disrespect to the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. I'm just genuinely curious. Mm-hmm. So on Easter, Dwayne Wade posted pictures of his family. And there were a lot of questions and concern from people online. One of those reasons was because one of his kids is 14, 15 years old. I think 15. And was kissing her significant other, right? Mm-hmm. And people felt the way about, like, the fact that, yo, your kids are too young to be just kissing each other in front of y'all and you just put it on social media. That was a debate, and we'll get to that debate. The other debate... Not really debate as much as I'm just genuinely trying to understand. Mm -hmm. So D-Wade has a child who was born a boy, Mm -hmm. but now identifies as a young woman. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And she has a boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. That was born... As a girl, but now identifies as 
a young man. Mm-hmm. And they're together. Yep. When I heard that, my mind was like, I'm confused because doesn't that make you straight? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I can understand how maybe is it that you want the companionship that you get from a man, but at the end of the day, you still want to sleep with a woman? So I think here's where people get their lines blurred, right? Dwayne Wade's daughter, Mm -hmm. who was born a male who identifies now as a a woman. That's how she feels about herself personally. How she feels about herself personally and how she identifies does not translate to who she's attracted to. So I think people get the lines blurred when you think that just because you are maybe a transgender woman that she would want to date only a male. However, that is not the case. She is a transgender woman who just likes what she likes, right? That's just it. It's just like... Okay, so you born as a boy, mm-hmm. and you are interested in sleeping with women. Mm-hmm. However, you still identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. But in, in this particular case, you want a woman who still has the parts but is a man. It's just who you like is who you like. How I used to contribute that as, and I know that it's not only this way, it's pansexual. A pansexual person's like, I like anybody. It doesn't matter what your gender is. It doesn't matter your gender. It matters who the character of the person is, right? And that's how I equate this. Not saying that they're pansexual because they could identify something else as a different label. But it's basically that no matter what I label myself as, it doesn't matter who I date. I'm not trying to date someone of the opposite or someone of the same. I'm dating someone who I just connect with. Got it. Romeo, you got it? I think so. Okay. I will say this. I'm not going to comment on D-Wade and his parenting. A lot of people have done that. I'm just not doing that. That's not my place. What I will comment on is they put a man who identifies as a woman in prison with women, and then women started getting pregnant. That's a true story. And I did research because I needed to know how that happened. And what I learned was that transgender women get a lot of heat in prison with other men, obviously, for obvious reasons, right? Mm -hmm. So apparently they made a law to where if you're a man, you identify as a woman, you can go to prison and be with the women. Right. As opposed to being with the men. Is that with or without the sex change? And the sex change is not necessary. Without. It's without. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. Immediately, I said to myself, if I'm a man in prison with men and I know I'm not going anywhere for a while, I'm going to grab a Snickers. The veins popping out. With the veins. Yo, yo, did you see the tweet from Homegirl? Yes. It's like, where's the dick vein? Where's the dick vein on the Snickers? Yo, that Snickers look mad weird. That was the best part. Yo, (laughs) Romeo was fucking Snickers up too. He never thought about the dick vein. <laughs> but <laughs> but seriously, yo, you doing a bid? You not gonna just say you a woman, so yeah. you could go be in prison with the women? Yeah. Okay, come on, I'm, I, yo, I'm just thinking logically here. Like if we be, if that is now a law, but I, I mean seriously, and no. you don't have to get a sex change, you don't think I'm gonna go, y'all? I woman? think think it's more than just saying that. Oh, I identify as a woman. 
But what, also, what more I, is it? I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm wearing the suit every day. Okay, that's what I mean. Like you're. I've seen Big Mama dressing the part. Facts. I'm Big Mama. I'm committing to the bit. Are you kidding me? I'm going okay. right to the women's no, prison. But this is a conversation that we had earlier, like way long time ago, in our own studio. Katie and I share our own studio, right? And like anytime that I have like an LGBT question, I go to her because she's part of the community. So I wanna, I wanna get informed. I don't come ever like as a negative malicious way like mm-hmm. i want to just get informed i remember i asked her because i read an article of this swimmer right yeah, who was that. ranked number 32 in with, the state with men right with men yes changed genders compete with women went through a whole sex change but however did not get the surgery done because he still had a fucking dick yep because women were complaining about the fact that he was in the locker room with women with his dick out all right yep. so let me just put that out there right women were complaining about that he competed against women in the swimming competition, got number one. Best be, in the world now. Right? So got gold, pretty much, in a sense. He was ranked number one. He went from 32 in the man to going to a women's division, competing against one. women, yeah. and became yeah. number one. So in my mind, I was just like, that's not fair. Where do you draw the line? I don't. I that's do, where we're at. I personally didn't find that fair for the women who have been competing since they were fucking it's not kids. Fair. Yes. Like, seriously. Where do you draw the line? Because now all of these men in prison can say, hey, guess what? I identify as a woman. And now you have to send them in prison with women. That's why there are women in prison that are pregnant. So when he does that, it reminds me of the movie Joanna Man. Y'all remember mm-hmm. Joanna Man? That's a re- yep. That was a whole movie where he pretended to be a woman to play in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. So now what if these men in the NBA who like the swimmer, not that great in the NBA, they go say they're a woman. You don't have to get the change. You go to the WNBA. You're the greatest WNBA player of all time. And that's where I agree that it is a fine line and we have to draw the line at some point because no matter what a person might identify as in their heart, biologically, you're a man. That's how your genetics are, which means that statistically, which we know, men are stronger than women. You have an advantage. You know, but basically, as a member of the LGBTQ community, you are saying, in your opinion, mm-hmm. You should have to compete with whatever your biological... Yes, because that's how you're going to have a competition. All right, so before Romeo Sirius is this out again, then let me get another joke off. If someone is born a man and they now identify as a woman and they slap me in my face. No. <laughs> nope. All right. Nope. All right. All right. Nope. All right, never mind. Nope. I went too far. <laughs> nope. I went too far. Already, nope. I can't beat that bitch ass. <laughs> Who's next? All right, question of the week. I saw this debate on the podcast, and I wanted to bring it here just to see if there's a debate here. There may not be, but let's just see. The question was, can you create insecurities in women? And there were four men discussing this. Two of the men felt like, no, you cannot. If a woman is insecure about something, it's called insecurity for a reason. It comes from within her. Mm -hmm. The other two men were like, you bugging to believe that as a man, you cannot actually do things to create some of those insecurities in her. I have a take, but I'll go last. I want y'all to go first. What do you think? I think the same. An insecurity is from within. Now, yes, I believe that a man can add to the insecurity, right? So if a woman already has an insecurity, it's because of how she feels about herself, because she's doubting herself. And if a man does something else that she believes is not this, that, or the third, he can add to it and make her insecurity worse. But that's a self-within type of thing. You have to be confident in yourself to say, no, 
I'm not going to let this quote unquote insecurity control me. That's how I feel about myself deep down. And how you feel about yourself is how you're going to feel in relationships. So it's all on you. I respect that. I didn't expect that answer from you. I absolutely respect that. Romeo? I think insecurities definitely come with within you. But I think if you're involved with the wrong person, they can uh, add to your insecurity. Okay. You know so what I mean? You agree with Katie? Yeah. I agree. I think these, I think it was a great debate that they were trying to like really come to a uh, general consensus. And I think the problem was it was one of those situations where two things can be true. I do think insecurity comes from within at the same time to say that a, a man can't add to a woman's insecurity or vice versa. A woman can't add to a, right. a, a man's insecurity is a bit foolish. Absolutely, you can add to it. I think the difference is if you keep it. Mm. You understand? Mm -hmm. Like, I think, yeah, you can be in a relationship with somebody and they can say things or do things that force you to go, damn, maybe I'm not who I thought I was or maybe you have to humble yourself in ways. But if you continue to allow that person or whatever that person said make you feel a way, then at that point, it's on you. It's not on them. That's coming from within. But yes, it can be created, but you do also have to allow it. That's yeah. what I think is the key. Someone can put it there, but ultimately it's your fault because you have to be accountable for it because it's called insecurity for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's next? It's time for who you with. I'm curious as to what y'all think on this too. There was a debate that went viral where there was a guy who said he allowed a woman to come over and basically she did not want to sleep with him. And so he was cool with that, but he also asked if she would leave. Because in his mind, I asked you to come over to the hotel room or whatever it was, midnight, one in the morning. She came over, and she was like, I'm not with that kind of energy. And he was like, that's not a problem at all, but I would like for you to leave. It was kind of split, the comments, you know what I'm saying, of whether or not he was wrong. So what do y'all think? Who are you with? Are you with him or are you with her in that situation? I can understand both sides. The reason why I say this is because I feel that when people start dating one another, what we fail to do is acknowledge our expectations when we start dating one another. We just go into it with our expectation in the head of how we think things should go and how we think should, things should play out, but we don't express that to the other person, right? So had he, I'm not, I don't know if he did or didn't, but had he said that, yo, this is what I expect when I start dating a woman, or had she said this is what I expect from when I start dating a man, you wouldn't reach the point of, oh, well, I'm going over his place just to hang out with him. And he's like, she's coming over my place to hook up with me. You know, you all are not on the same page, mm-hmm. right? You're not aligned. So I don't think anyone's wrong in the situation or the scenario. But at the same time, you all didn't address what your expectations were going into that scenario. But in your mind, what was she expecting? I think most men think she could- that if you come to my hotel room, we're going to fuck. And that's where there's a problem. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's Let's address this, right? Because I love this. This is what I want to happen. I had this debate with Jade as well, right? And it was a great debate because it led to something else where Jade was like, yo, I don't like that men will give you money or pay for things and then expect you to sleep with them in return. And I said, okay, I respect that. At the same time, let's take it from a man's perspective. If I am giving you money, well, what exactly am I receiving in return? And what Jade said to me, the same thing I've heard a lot of women say. I'm giving you my time and my presence. And as a man, I feel like, how are you so entitled that you believe that your time and your presence is worth more than mine? Let me just get this off first. Right? Because mm-hmm. to me, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Your time and your presence is of more value 
than mine because I'm also giving you my time in my presence. But if I'm paying for everything, well, what am I getting back? And then we had a lot of women call up and I asked them the same question. They all had all these different theories. And I just said, I just want to know what we're getting back. I'm not saying that men are right. I'm not saying that one way is right or wrong. I'm simply asking a very simple question. What are we getting back? No woman can answer that question outside of my time in my presence. It's just like when homegirl went viral. Yo, first date, you got to spend at least 300 on me. Why? Who are you? What have you done? Where do I know you from? I don't know you yet. I don't know what you're worth that. And so now this is where the confusion, I believe, comes in for both genders, right? I'm not saying that a man is expecting sex for money. Yep. Not saying that. Just trying to clarify what exactly is the man spending his money for if we're both giving our time and our presence. Does that make sense? Yeah. So in this case, I get it. I get that women want to feel like, well, you didn't clarify that that's what you wanted when right. I came over to your home at midnight. You're blurring two different lines here. You're saying a date, and now you're saying I'm coming over to your place at midnight. No, that's no, no, two I know that. I know, no, you're right. Okay. I'm, I'm setting the debate up okay. in the end for how I believe a lot of men to feel in these scenarios because I believe they both share the same principle. Yes, I understand that a lot of women are saying, hey, I didn't know that if I came over here at this time of night, I had to give you some. Yo, let's be realistic for once. Let's do that. I get it. I get that there are a lot of women who want to live in this perfect world where you can always feel comfortable and safe and it shouldn't really matter what you do or do not do. You should still be able to get whatever you want in a way you're saying that. Think about it because you're saying, yes, I'm going to come over there at midnight and I'm not going to give you none. And I should still be able to stay with you in your home and in your bed. Fine. That's fair. I hear you. But what's wrong with a man not feeling that way? If it's a dude's house that's at midnight and he wants me to come over his house, no. Of course I'm okay. expecting he wants some sex. Hell no. What else does you, do you think he does? That's, that's no. where I was confused. No, no, like, no, what no, else no, do you no, think no, this no, man no. wants? So what's wrong? Hell so, no. So you don't think there's anything wrong with him saying, hey, all right, cool. I'm not mad at that, but go. you got to leave. No. Because that's what he's. No. Because I have no business being over his house at that time of night. Okay, so cool. Yeah, come Here's on the now. reality. If you don't want to have sex with that man, don't go to his house at, at midnight. At time of night. At, at any time of night. Past 1030. Don't do it. Past 1030. Just don't do it. And, and, and it's like, no, but you should. No. You know what I'm saying? And so Jade and I had what I felt like was a really good, healthy debate from both sides, right? And that's where the dating thing came up. Because she felt like, why every time a man spend money on me, he got to think he's about to get some. And I said, well, Jay, let's have a mature conversation about this, right? Okay, so that's fair. If the man is going out of his way to spend two, $300 on you on a date, what exactly do you think he's doing that for? You think it's because you're attractive? You think it's because your time is so incredible? You think it's because he values your presence? I'm just being honest. What do you think he's doing that for as women? Do you not think he's doing that because he has a goal in mind of where he is trying to get to the grand finale? That's what he's doing. Do we not know that? And a lot of times, what women don't consider is as a man, you put yourself in these positions and you spend all of this money and then you get played. And then Jay said, but only certain kind of women do that. I said, that's not true. I said, you, Jay, you're a great woman. One of the greater women. She really is. Like, she's the kind of woman that will meet you halfway. Yo, whatever you do, I'm going to do it for you too. I'm not going to ask you for anything I'm not willing to do myself. That's a great woman. At the same time, she was honest. I told her you're the same woman who went out on a date with a guy because you just didn't know how to say no. 
You said you felt bad. She said, yeah, I did. I said, exactly. Exactly. So you, do you know how many men find themselves in situations where you're spending all this money to make sure that a, a nice young lady gets a meal, a really good one, and she's only there because she's hungry bad. or because she feels bad or because she didn't know how to say no. And then two, three dates in, all of a sudden she decides she don't want to talk to you no more. Right. Now I wasn't really in it like that. You ain't going to get that man that money back. You don't give a fuck. But then men are wrong when they say, ah, not going through that anymore. I'm done with that. Now if we're going on a date, we're going to Starbucks. We're going to the park. We're going to do something that don't cost me three, $400. Until I know you're worth that, women go, oh, it's toxic masculinity. You should be willing to pay. Why? You ain't earned that. And mad women, mostly every woman I know, has done that. You've gone on a date with a guy you ain't really like like that, but you was going to let him go in his wallet and get you a meal. And I ain't mad at you. Get your Alfredo. At the same time, you can't be mad when a guy goes, yo, nah, I'm not getting caught out there like that anymore. Your time, you're giving me that, great. I'm giving you mine. Your presence, you're giving me that, great. I'm giving you mine. Why I got to dig in my pockets if this ain't going somewhere? And women will try to flip that and make it seem like he's paying for vagina. No, he's paying because he believes you are worth him going into his pockets and spending his hard-earned money. Not because you just are entitled to it because you happen to be a woman. He don't have to do that. He's choosing to do that. That is a privilege, not a requirement. To that, y'all say what? You're right. Damn. I was going to get a debate out of that. You're not going to get a debate out of that. Not not from me. Not from Katie. Because of the way you broke it down, right? So if you've gone through this, that, and the third, and you're coming up with other solutions, a woman who would want you or expect you to pay more is like, I'm not going on a Starbucks date. I'm not going on a park date. It goes back to the Brunos that we were talking about in the last episode. Big facts. It goes back to the quality of women. We don't talk about them. Exactly. So if a quality of woman can understand that, hey, I'm going to accept this date for as it being a date instead of the price value on this date, she doesn't care where you take her. It's about the quality time because a real woman cares about the connection and building a quality time. She's not going to care about the dollar amount that you spend on that date. Say less. I'm cool. You cool? Yeah. Who's next? All right. I want to call this segment, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. 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 Yes. And here's why. Ladies, I want y'all to do a better job of reaching out to us and giving us um, questions, feedback, answers, and resolutions to a lot of the things we talk about. Romeo doesn't, but I do. Because there are a lot of times when men have questions about things and they want me to ask, and I do it. But if y'all are not going to support Katie, then Katie becomes every woman. And it's all in her. Call me Whitney Houston. And anything <laughs> um, that you want done, baby, Katie has to do it naturally. <laughs> whoa. 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 <laughs> I get it now. You feel me? Yeah. All right. But... Uh, <laughs> So with that being said, I have some questions from men. Katie, you're on the hot seat. 